Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ramble On! It's me! It's Luke, it's Jimmy too. All right, a little beat for you. Doing a bit of beatboxing. Yep. <laughs> Don't get that on the uh, on the free stuff, do you? <laughs> we'll save that for you, our favourites. Yeah. Don't get that on any other show either, probably. Probably not. No. Well, it is uh, Ramble On, ladies and gentlemen. It's a bloody pleasure to have you with us. You've got three of us today, and we are going to talk you through some of those moments, some of those matches where we ask, where were you when such and such played such and such? Yeah. In such and such a match. For yeah. such and such an occasion. Yeah. Mm. You such and such, Jim. You've, uh, <laughs> it's very articulate of you there, Mark. Really good. <laughs> so, yeah, where were you kind of uh, vibe today, I ladies like it, and gentlemen? Yeah. Um, because some matches, the the environment, the way you watched it, the people you watched it with, the things that happened, perhaps pre-game, during game and after game, can be almost as as enjoyable and as precious as, as the memory of the actual match itself. Mm. The memories live on. The memories live on uh, Jim Campbell. Jim, why don't you uh, crack us off? Which game are you going okay. to bring to the table for the good listeners? Well, I am going to take us all the way back to Euro 96, oh, yeah. uh, which we all enjoy mm-hmm. until you get to the semi-final. Yeah. Uh, and then you're broken all over again. Um, and I'm going I'm to talk England-Scotland. Uh-huh. Um, well, Scotland-England, as it was Scotland-England, of course. The England were the away side at Wembley, ridiculously. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I, it was a Saturday, wasn't it? Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. It was three days before my birthday. Oh. Um, and I had had the Friday off as well because I had been suspended from school what? for getting into a fight with my friend, Jason Morris. No uh, way! We actually... Got, Jim, got... I didn't think you had it in you. Yeah, no. I, I, were, you I, a bit of a, were you a bit of a scrapper at oh, school? Oh, yeah, yeah. You were br- well, hang on. I was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was known, <laughs> I'm known among my friends as body bag because I'm so hard. <laughs> and that's 100% true. That's because your body looks like a bag. That's right. <laughs> Or is it Jim, because you were no regularly way. killed? Perhaps? Listen, yeah. I'm speaking as a man who only last night almost had a fight with a Pizza Hut delivery man. And I'll tell you about that in a minute. <laughs> but, there's no, but there's no way that Jim Campbell has ever been in a scrap. That's simply not true. I was suspended from school for How fighting. old were you? 14? On, I was 15? Was that how old would I have been? In I was 15, so you can't I was, be 15. I was 14, turned 15 on the day that England smashed the Netherlands 4-1. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, I we've got. Tell us it. about the fight. No, you, were so, thir- you were thirteen, turning fourteen. Anyway, carry on. Yeah, uh, however old I was. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, that's right. Is it? My math really is that bad. <laughs> My math is so bad. Come on, get to the bits. So, we want to um, it's a hot day. Mm. Everyone's wound up. Got to remember, I'm thirteen, turning fourteen. Yeah. So I'm a little. But you didn't remember. Prick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're I'm a little dickhead. I'm yeah. a little knob. I'm looking to wind people up. So mm. Jason stood, a history of neck problems, by the way, shouldn't have done this. <laughs> oh, no. He had to get airlifted out of school at one point. What, because of you? Not because of me. Terror. This had happened it's before. Like prison this. Break. this is, but actually, look, this had happened before, so it's actually worse than if it would have been. You're like a me. reverse Walter White. Yeah. You're now really nice. Mm. So, so Jason stood with his back to me. He's got his backpack on. And I thought it'd be funny to sort of pull that. So I pulled his backpack mm. and I just like, I just overdid it. I pulled mm-hmm. him too hard and he, he kind of fell over and rolled on, like rolled over. And I mm. thought, oh, I've actually pulled him over here. <laughs> and like, in like a really quick motion, he just chinned me, just lamped me, just right. got up straight away, hit me. And that, you know what it's like? It's yeah. like, scuffle. You've, you've just, yeah, you've got a scuffle. Uh, there was a scuffle, punches were thrown. We both told our dads we won. There was no winner. No. Both our dads did let it, us off. Did the teacher pull you <laughs> <about> that? <laughs> 
Yeah, the teacher gives you one. Teacher, yeah. pull you, teacher pull you both apart. Uh, I don't remember, but I assume that would have happened. Yeah. yeah. I saw him years later. He joined the army by then. He, he was doing push-ups in a, in a bar, by the bar. I believe he put a cigarette out on his own arm. And I thought, I'm, I'm glad this fight isn't happening yeah. now because he would murder me. I just remember. Say, did he, he would absolutely did murder Did he say, me. you have a rematch? And you go, no, 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 no I, I, right. I won. So I, yeah. you know, I've already a, proved myself against you. It, it was a draw at best and I may be re- misremembering that, Marcus. Yeah, okay, I can sorry. remember that when I was a kid, um, I got into a scuffle with a kid in the back street where I live. And uh, the he, back street where you live. Yeah. Well, this is like this alleyway between two rows of houses. You lived to, in an alley? No, we used to hang out there. <laughs> right. And this kid was a year older and hard. Mm. Like, he was even known as being hard in yeah, that yeah, year. Yeah. And um, we got in a bit of a, in a um, bit of a scuffle. And just randomly, I ended up, I think, kicking him. Mm. And he's, he went down because I took his legs away from him. And I jumped on him, gave him a few digs. And then someone coming and broke it up, mm-hmm. right? So through no fault of my own, I've basically won that. Yeah. But there was yeah. no way on earth I should have won it. Mm-hmm. What did I do after that? Parade. I, th- I think I refused to go out again for about two months oh. because I knew he was going to chin me as soon as yeah. he saw was me. Was there repercussions? I, no, I had to wait for him to simmer down. It was fine after okay, that. Okay, fair but enough. That, but the, the thing is, Jim, if you've been kicked out of school, that's ideal because that means you can watch as much football as you want, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. And that I, I did have what, to go back Friday to in school. <laughs> I had to go back to yes. school on my birthday. The suspension only lasted a day. Oh, that's annoying. And like that's I annoying. said, J- Jason and I actually got on really well. So it was a me- it was fine. It wasn't mm. really a problem. But that was sort of hanging over me. But because- the punishment was, did you win? Yes, Dad. Really? It's fine. Oh, really? So it's like, I- sort of like, I can't believe I've got away with this. Mm. And so like, I'm already kind of really just buzzing and my birthday's coming up anyway. So probably full of sugar and E numbers. And I like, I just remember watching the England Scotland game, just barely being able to sit still. Sit still. Now my dad's dad uh, was Scottish, so dad sort of had a mm-hmm. foot in both camps as well, which added a little bit of spice to it as well. And like, I just remember like my my cousins were over as well because mm-hmm. it was like the weekend before my birthday, so it was like a big sort of like you know kids party vibe mm-hmm. uh, almost. And it just the, the Gaza goal was brilliant, mm-hmm. but as good for me being an Arsenal fan, obviously was David Seaman saving the penalty with the mm-hmm. assist from Yuri Geller. Yeah. Um, <laughs> obviously, um, and it was just—it was just great. Yeah. It just—I I felt like a like a gym he in re- the box. But he really bailed us out that day. He did, yeah, yeah. Old Yuri, Yuri, yes. As, as we've said before, one of society's biggest prats. Prat. He's a prat. Dictionary definition. He is a prat. Yeah. He is a total prat. <laughs> Would you, would you rather be called like like a bastard, a dickhead, you know, prick or a prat? I think prat might be worse on a lot. Yeah, because because prat is quite dismissive. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. you're, you're incapable of doing any damage. Yeah, exactly. you're if, you're, if, you're, if you're a prick, as as yeah. you know, someone might might say, well, you know, at least I'm dividing a pit, or at least yeah. I've done something worthwhile that has yeah. pissed it off. You know, yeah. you I suppose you could maybe try and spin it that way. A prat, there's no comeback yeah. from. Like you've got to change. If you're a prat, yeah. you've got to change. Yeah. Whereas like Mourinho can be a bit of a prick, right? Yeah. But you know, but we also quite like it, and and, and in a way, and it's entertaining. Yeah. And you know, he's won trophies, blah blah blah. blah. If you're a yeah. prat, no, no, rethink. Yeah, you got no chance. Got absolutely no chance. <laughs> um. But yeah, to sort of to summarise, though I was just sat in my living room mm. watching the game with my mum and dad, there was so much more to it than that, mm. as there always is with a summer tournament. That's mm. what's so beautiful about it, isn't it? It's sort of like it encases a football match in amber 
in a sort of Jurassic mm. Park style because <laughs> you just remember it so clearly and the, the, the sights and the sounds and the smells. I just remember like going out into the garden to play football with my cousins afterwards, mm. just being so, so hyped yeah. up and so, so happy seeing that win. And mm. it was, yeah, it was, it was joyous. Yeah, because the first game, obviously, Shearer scored. And it's like, hey, he hasn't scored for a while and he smashed it in and then yeah. it was a bit of a damp squib. And then that game was really when England got going in the when tourney. The, when the, the, the blue touch paper was lit. Yeah. yeah. And in, in Euro 2020, happening next year, that very fixture will happen on my birthday, which I'm very excited about. Ah, very mm. good. So that? Hopefully won't be suspended from anything. Well, yeah. But for the football round. Oh, listen, mate. <laughs> You're you scrapping with Pete Donaldson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so Luke, you beat up a pizza. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah that was a... I didn't beat anyone up. No, I didn't beat anyone up. You nearly I, did. So I was out for a run last night. And uh, you're right, Jim. Yeah, he's, he's on the ground page. You now. It's like Godzilla. Um, so I was out for a run last night, and uh, this this pizza hut delivery guy um, kind of got off his moped with a massive, big, square pizza you bag. You thought I'm having that? <laughs> and I, I just took a bit of the crust. <laughs> no, no, no. He was coming back from a delivery, so it was empty. Sadly, oh, okay. I did clock that, um, and. But he just swung his pizza bag around without looking. Ah. And he almost clopped me with it. Yeah. And, and So I, I didn't even say anything because I had my headphones in. Mm. And he had a helmet on. So I, I kind of looked around, like shook my head. Mm. And I heard him shout. Um, you uh, looked from the football room? No, no, no. He, said, he shouted, what and what? No. And what, you fucking pussy hole? Puss- to me. What? Yeah, yeah. So I turned around. He obviously did recognise you. Then, yeah, I said, we met. <laughs> I turned around and said, was it the guy from the alleyway? <laughs> yeah, yeah. After all this time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I turned around and I said, what? Fuck off. I said, oh, fuck off like that. <laughs> and then I thought, I hope he doesn't do anything because he's got a helmet on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be like an ice hockey kind of thing. You'd have to yeah, sweep him. Like, kick his legs away. like Karate yeah. Kid, just sweep him. But I, I only gave him probably three or four seconds. Three or four digs. And he walked into the Pizza Hut and yeah. I carried on running. Yeah. But it's the closest I've been to a scuffle for, you know, a couple of weeks. Did you not order a pizza <laughs> to a different address? Not for Pizza Hut. <laughs> it's horrible when that sort of thing happens, though, isn't it? Because it gets your fight or flight up. Yeah. And you, the, you're coursing with adrenaline, even mm. though it's just someone's been a bit rude. It's horrible. Been, where I live in West Norwood is, 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 a, is a fascinating place because it's, it's been half gentrified, but it's also still a bit rough around the edges. It's, so, it's very South London. Yeah, so you'll see um, there's, a, there's, a, there's like a couple of organic kind of vegan cafes on mm-hmm. the main street. But at the same time, sometimes on a Sunday when I'm out for a run, there's like blood on the pavement right? <laughs> yeah. from the night before. Yeah, right? well, well, Jim and Organic I... Organic blood. So it can go either way. It can go either way. So I could choose to go to the Pizza Hut yeah. or I can choose to go to 400 Rabbits, which is the sourdough mm. artisan pizza place across the road. Yeah, they know you by name, don't they? They're both, they're both available to me. Yeah. And do I sometimes go to both of them? Yes, actually. <laughs> yeah, damn right you do. Yeah, your area is an interesting one because you're right. There's there's some some really nice bits and all. But then, Jim, remember that pub that we sat in for Paul's a bit? Tavern. Might well have been. Tavern, we, yeah, I think we were going round to, to yours for yeah, you were. a World Cup game. You were, yeah, yeah. yeah I can't it was the horns, what, definitely. Yeah, I can't remember which game it was, um, but we were waiting in that pub, and there was old Cockney men wearing white vests playing pool yes. in there. Yeah, mm. let's track to bottom central, man. Oh yeah, and I and I referred. I said, "Oh, sorry, chap. Can do you mind? Oh, he, oh, I'm a chap. Oh, he yeah. called me a chap. <laughs> yeah, I was I like, it should that. be that out. That's that that's kind of the that place is kind of holding on, and and it's a really important pub for West Norwood oh, because yeah. mm. because it lots of people in West Norwood mm. don't want to go for a six pound eighty pint and yeah. an organic Scotch egg. They just want a pint of Fosters and mm. watch the racing, mm. and that's what that pub, pub's all about. Yeah. There's a pub um, near me like that as well. And it's like it looks like I don't want to go in there, but I'm glad this is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. fair. I've been in there a few times. I've been in a few times. Luke, which game are you going to bring to the table? Um, I'm going to bring to the table England v Brazil in the 2002 FIFA World Cup, uh, the quarterfinal. 
This, mm. th- I think this is one of the biggest disappointments as an England fan. Yeah, you might have mentioned yeah. that once or twice over the mm-hmm. years, Mike. Yeah. Um, I had a bar in, the, in my naivety. I was let me get my age right. I was twenty-one. Mm-hmm. My parent, I was, I would, I'd finished. We just finished uni, or I just finished uni, and I was living back with my parents, but mm. they'd gone away on holiday. Oi, oi. So I had the old, I had an empty. He's got an empty. Yeah, and uh, so I organised naivety. That's great. So because it was in South Korea and Japan. A lot of the games were on very early in the morning. Mm. This was one of those games. It was, yes. A couple of the games before that, I'd watched them in the pub. The pubs were opening early to, to facilitate um, the boozers who wanted to watch the game early on. This game in my local, it, it kind of wasn't my geographic local, but it was my local of choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cuckoo Pint in Stubbington, the village along from Leon Sonnet, where I lived at the time. Um, uh, we all decided to go to pile down there watched the game, kicked up at 7.30 in the morning from yeah, memory. Right, yeah. And, like and um, I had the slowest pint of Guinness on record. Oh, God, yeah. Because yeah. you got to, you got to do it. Uh, <laughs> like when you're in an airport. When you're 21, you got to Lord Ramble it. makes you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I arranged for a barbecue back at mine afterwards. Had it all set up, done all mm. the planning. Oh. Naivety, obviously. Oh, God, yeah. Because I just thought to myself at the time, I remember thinking. We win this, we're world champions. If, if Well, that's another thing. Because a lot of teams got knocked out. If we win, this is going to be the greatest barbecue ever. Mm. If we lose, pick me up. If we lose, it's going to be completely shit. But oh. I might as well take the chance. Mm. Anyway, we did lose. What ended up happening was me and three of my mates ended up just going back to my house. Uh, we didn't really bother doing the barbecue. Had a bit of lunch and then went back down the pub again. Yeah. <laughs> but but the, the the game itself, the pub. The, the reason I'm bringing this to the table is because in my life, from the period of about 1990. Probably Euro '96 is too early. I remember watching that with my friends at my house. I was only 15. Mm-hmm. From '98 through to 2002, inclusive, mm-hmm. I was living down south, and there was a great culture. It's not really culture, but there was a great culture of happiness, cheerfulness, mm-hmm. upbeat energy. It wasn't punchy. It wasn't boo. It wasn't so boozy that people mm-hmm. were fighting. People what- left their front doors unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> All the stuff out on the lawn. Um, still wouldn't get stolen. No, we'd go to the pub and we'd watch the game and everyone have a bloody good time and the yeah. atmosphere would be great. And and to me, as someone who had no money because I was only a kid, I wasn't obviously going to go to Japan or South Korea. I wasn't going to go mm-hmm. to, I didn't go to France to watch the World Cup in 98. I didn't go to Belgium and Holland. Is it Belgium and Holland in mm-hmm. 2000? Didn't go there. I watched it with my mates with a big atmosphere in a nice big pub and it was a time of, of great enjoyment for me. Uh, and this one, the atmosphere was amazing, particularly when... So the atmosphere died as soon as Brazil scored just before our time. Yeah. Mm. If we hadn't, I feel like Ronaldinho's sending off the side, Ronaldinho's goal against Seaman aside, I think for me, the key moment, I might have said this on the show before, the key moment was when Rivaldo scores just before half time. Mm-hmm. If we get through to the half time, my, my brain won't let me think that it, yeah, it wouldn't have mean. been different. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's, yeah, it's funny. Like I, um, I don't really like watching football in pubs. No, I don't know. I hate it. Older. I, I used go near to really it love it when I was younger, particularly in a situation oh, like I this where like everyone's it. where everyone's sort of rooting. For, if in an international game, obviously when everyone's rooting for yeah. it, it's, it's really really fun. But I think like even now, I do try and make a point of catching at least one tournament game, one England tournament game in a pub mm-hmm. because that that is when you get that really sort of fun collective mm-hmm. enjoyment. Like the England Columbia game is one of the best things I've seen from the last World Cup or best things I've experienced. But yeah, I um. Yeah, it's it's different. Is it? It's different when you're younger watching football in pubs. Yeah. Like I, d- I don't know. There's there's part of being a football fan where you do, you enjoy losing your identity in a crowd, and I think you lose that as you get older. I think there's, there's that feeling of inclusion. That sort so of you're feeling fighting of all the time. That's why. Well, well, exactly. Yeah. Don't just give me my personal space, and you won't have to meet body bag. 
Yeah, I, I, I want to bring to the table, um, because I know where you were, gentlemen, for this game. Um, Jesus. You're hold this against us now. France mm. versus Ukraine at uh, Euro 2012 in the first round. Where did you watch that game? I can't remember. You can. I can't. Very near the stadium, England played Sweden at because we were there in Kiev. Oh yeah, okay, and we yeah. watched it on a television that was, uh, which was sort of hastily put up in the rain. Hastily put up, yes. in monsoon conditions in some <clears throat> bar. Right. So I remember that uh, incident and that situation very clearly. I don't remember. I didn't remember it was that game because mm. that was there were a lot well, of England. England played Sweden, so the there other were Sweden fans milling about. Yeah, they? and then the other game in the group was France versus Ukraine, which was abandoned for a bit because the weather was that bad. Yeah. Absolutely like, hammering it down. It, well, it, it was ridiculous. And we, we got a bit of it in, in Kiev. I can't remember which city they were playing in. And uh, the, they had to go inside. And that, that was just because of rain. Yeah, <laughs> like, It was absolutely ridiculous. And they were thinking, well, hang on a minute. Are we, are we going to have to abandon this match? So my memory of that pub in Kiev mm. was that the people running it had, for some reason, been completely caught unaware. Mm. Yeah. And even though that it had been billed for years, quite literally, that there were going to be games in Kiev, we were there. We went to a bar, thought, oh, we'll go and have a bit of food and have some drinks and watch the game. They didn't have a TV. Mm. And it was like, I remember the two of them, the guys running it, they looked yeah. at each other and they were like, well, you need to go and get a fucking TV because yeah. yeah. otherwise we're not going to lose all these customers. Mm. And, they, and one of them disappeared, came back with this big widescreen telly. He did quite well. Too. I don't yeah, know he got that. He did it really quickly. And, mm. they, got, and they, they set about, I've still got a photo of it on my, on my computer somewhere. <laughs> they set about, it had one of these awnings, like a, like almost like a, like a conservatory awning yeah. with a clear glass roof. And one of them got on top of it with this chain yeah. and started chaining the TV hanging off it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was pissing and it down with rain. It, down well. yeah. it was yeah. just yeah. amazing like, it wasn't electrocuted. Yeah. To be yeah, like one of the one component of that would be enough to people go, no, that shouldn't happen. But the chain, the rain, yeah. the bloody where he was hanging it from, it was just madness. Was that the same time that you saw a giant Swedish man pull a urinal off the wall? No, it was um, I walked down <laughs> I walked down to the toilet in that bar. And there was a really friendly looking um, Swedish guy, typical looking Swedish guy, mm. long blonde hair, smiley, handsome, Sweden shirt on. And I remember later he had a Sweden flag around his, tied around his waist. But I don't know if you guys remember, but the doors to that toilet were like saloon doors. Mm -hmm. So they were like halfway doors. And I could just see the top half of him. And he was smiling. Mm. And he looked around so he could see over the doors as well. But I could only see the top half of him, if you like. And he looked around and he was like, hey, how you doing? I guess he kind of clocked it. What always happens to me, or it did then when I was a bit slimmer, mm -hmm. they think I'm Swedish <laughs> and they talk to me in Swedish, mm -hmm. or or I obviously just looked English and he wanted to talk to me in England mm -hmm. about England. So he, and he started calling at me from quite a far away. Like, hey, how you doing? How you doing? When I pushed the doors open, he had a whole sink in his hand. <laughs> had a whole sink in his hand. Like he was holding the sink. Had he put like loads of treats in it? Just, like <laughs> yeah. uh, going around but he like wasn't selling. Attached to the pipes or anything. Yeah. So I just went. Oh, if the if the owner comes down here, I'm gonna be in trouble for this. Yeah. They're gonna think I'm with him. And I, mm. So I just went back up the thing again. Yeah. And I think I went we went to the toilet, I went to the toilet a bit later. But like it was You put the, the sink under the telly was, to support it. It was kind of weird because if I said to you I went to go and watch a game in a pub before a football match mm. and there was a lot of football fans there and someone pulled the sink off the wall, you'd be like, Oh god, yeah, typical. Fucking that's so annoying. What a mm. bunch of cunts. You know. Can I say cunts on here? Yeah. 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 Um <laughs> and and um and but it wasn't like that at all. It was like it almost looked like it was an accident. Yeah. yeah. And he just had the hand, he had the sink in his hands. It was like it was like this sink equivalent of he'd woken up and he had murdered someone and he had no idea. <laughs> yeah. From what I remember as well, later <laughs> that night we went to a bar and there were some annoying England fans being like really. We used to avoid like, it, we spent a lot of time avoiding like, them, really. Yeah. But I remember really clearly, um, and it was you that pointed this out, Luke, one of them 
being on a balcony in like this sort of bar. It was a bar that sort of turned into a nightclub, wasn't it? There's was a guy waving an England flag, being really boisterous off a balcony in time to loser by Beck. Yeah, which I remember that. Which was so... That he is, had no idea what he was saying about himself. That is yeah. quite funny. It, it yeah. summed it up perfectly. I wish I'd filmed it. I remember thinking that's absolutely perfect. Mm. Mm. Well, Jim, Pete and I were in the Sweden end, even though we, uh, even though I got those tickets on the UEFA website. Yeah. Presuming it was... Uh, well, I, I guess it, sort of a neutral end because they would... If you if you want to get the tickets for either end, then you probably have to go through their FAs. I'm guessing. No, yeah, I'm not really sure. It worked. It anyway, wasn't clear was it? It was weird. It wasn't clear at all. I mean, anyway, we were sat there surrounded by Swedes, but it, we were, remember thinking to ourselves, of all the teams that this could happen against, I'm glad it was Sweden because it'll be all right. You know? Yeah, it'd be fine. <laughs> and, and I think um, it was one of those uh, weird situations where um, they were only saying non-alcoholic beer. Mm. Yeah, like. Placebo lavender, effect lavender beer, was it? Yeah, loads of it tasted like lavender. Loads of people were acting like they were drunk. Yeah, including our own Pete Donaldson. Oh, right, okay. He that said there sense. was a bit of a placebo there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there can be. If you go to a pub and you don't booze mm. and you've got psychosomatic association, whatever it is, a Pavlovian association mm. with being drunk in a pub, you can feel a bit yeah, drunk. Yeah, exactly. It's Definitely. a very cheap night for me. It's yeah. going black <laughs> and don't don't drive home. Don't drive <laughs> no, home. No, don't do that. <laughs> no. Not even. In the mini. <laughs> <laughs> if if things had kicked off, we would have been fine because Big Andy Carroll was on the because of body bag yeah. and uh, yeah, <laughs> body bag and Carroll. Sorry, <laughs> body bag and Carroll, great show, really enjoyable TV program. Well, that was because a lot of fans because in the stadium it wasn't all roped off, so a lot of England fans went in the England end. Yes, and and England I think got a fine during that game when Welbeck scored that lovely goal, body bag to again. win it. Yeah, yeah. If you they they would said that there was a pitch invasion. But what actually happens, if you see the footage, you have to be very careful. You have to sort of stop it at the right point. When Welbeck scores, I think because the England end is then packed. Because I'd have gone down there. We'd have gone down there if we'd have known that we could have got there easy. And when they score, because everyone sort of gets up and there's a bit of movement, the front row, part of the front row, sort of fall into the onto the ground. I think there was yeah. a running track. So they actually sort of drop down onto the yeah, there was thing. So there wasn't track, actually yeah. a pitch invasion or anything like that. But I think the FA may have got a little fine for that. Oh, yeah. You wait for on the FA's back again, as usual. Nah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Digging so, us out. We mm. went and saw the band as well, didn't we? We were there having a yeah. little bop. Useful that we've established that we can already say cunts. <laughs> um, <laughs> what were you doing there then? Why'd you go and see him? Well, I just like, we just wanted to go and have a look, I think. And well, obviously Pete, Pete's all giddy on lavender beer. Was that like, he's out there with a recorder? Well, I was just, we'd won the match and I think we were sort of milling around and I, I think we were going to take our time and wait for the crowds to go. And we're like, let's just get down to England then. Yeah. There was a lovely moment though where before we got down there, obviously there was big Swedes, you know, just pouring out and I was stood there. All holding sinks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them all brought them with them. It wasn't actually a sink from that yeah, just, just It's a tradition they do. Yeah. And uh, that's how we got here. And uh, there was a guy who was obviously an England fan and we just sort of caught each other eye, each other's eyes like some wonderful, you know, fleeting moment in the night. And uh, and he just we both were, ah! we just hugged each other, just started yeah. dancing and jumping up and down. And then he was off. I can remember a on brief that, encounter, but beautiful. I can remember on that trip one night we got obviously got drunk and um, Peter. There's a photo. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually. I'm not on Facebook anymore, so I don't know if it'll still be there. What but... happened to him in Kiev, Luke? Well, exactly. But no, this is that's before he got to Kiev. <laughs> um, but one of the nights, you, you remember this, Jim? I don't know, but. It's a photo. It, I think I, I remember looking on um, my phone because I think I got someone to take some photos of us. And I think it was, t- I was taken at like 5.30 in the morning, which is grim. Um, <laughs> think about it as a 40-year-old. But anyway, uh, and the, the picture... You weren't 40 then, though. No, no. I was thinking about now right, as a 40-year-old. Right, right. um, there's a picture of us standing having our photo taken and Pete is inside my T-shirt. 
but oh, I'm, shit, st- but I'm still wearing the t-shirt. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And that t-shirt was completely ruined after that. Yeah. He basically pushed himself into my t-shirt, put his head out of the neck and his mm. arms through. He's like a little alien. Yeah. Yeah. This I don't is... remember him doing it, but I remember the photo. Mm. There he's, you go. He's good at stuff like that. The memories live on, ladies they do. and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to Ramble On. My goodness. We did ramble on, didn't we? We did. That's the name of the game, gents. Yeah. That's mm. the name of the game. Thank yeah. you very much, though, for being patron subscribers, you beauties. We love each and every one of you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you, the kind of idea that Jim's got a nickname like Body Bag, you're mm. not going to get in the free yeah. stuff. Right. I, I think um, what we should do is that if, if a patron, your privilege is if you ever meet Luke Moore, you can get in his t shirt. <laughs> you won't be able to get in it now. <laughs> There's no room in there now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, love to you all. See you next time. Yeah. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.